The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Tweed Heads, the stage show that performs all the greaties from the 80s. Friday, October 28th, Twin Town Showroom. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. Sammy Hart on. And also, happy Halloween. Oh, yes. Coming up for another year. Very Ah! exciting. Oh, someone got her. Yeah. (laughs) Do you understand that song at all? No, but I love it. It's very very sexy. It is. Yeah. Mysterious. Someone's going to turn. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what it's about. Really sort of. Actually, this song is like one that sort of I loved when I was a little kid. Yeah. And I heard again and was like, oh, yeah. But like had never thought about it in the fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, 30 yeah, yeah. years since That's or whatever. That's right, the Hooters. Yeah, the Hooters. Yeah, and if you don't know, the Hooters were Cindy Lauper's backing band. They were, yeah. For her first She's album. so unusual. Yeah. And um, they had the other hit was um, And She Danced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good one too. That's a good song. They had good hits. Yeah. I, I just don't know what that – I'm sure – I reckon it's about real people that are zombies and just being well, – They bring a lot of sort of, you know, oh, the ferals. Yeah, yeah, they a, do. A lot of fucking Maybe imagery. They, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what's what that going is. on yeah. really. I think they're trying to say that evolution has – 
gotten a little bit like a zombie where we just do work and Possibly. all that shit. Maybe I don't know. Our times have changed. Fucking or hell! But yeah, Who knows? good good track, good start, good opener. Well, guys, I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And this is the 80s montage. Thank you for listening. Guys, our Halloween special this year, we're talking about, in the past we've talked about fucking vampires. Yes. uh, Monsters. This year we're talking about zombies. Yeah. Zombies of the 80s. Zombies were fucking huge in the 80s. They were. Fucking enormous. They were. Yeah. So we're going to have a look at a couple of films and a couple of sort of different things like to do with zombies. I fucking love zombies. Mm-hmm. Love zombies. Mm. The thing about zombies that really fucking scares me and has always scared me is that they, even though they're going slow, they never stop. So you can't, yes. you can't sleep. You can't rest. That's and right. And this is the thing that scares me. You can't ever relax. Yes. Because they'll, they'll, eventually they'll get you. Yeah. You know? That's right. It's like a creeping fear. And they're like strong. A, they're strong and they'll Push fucking a wall down. eat you. Yeah, it's like a terrible, terrible way to die. Zombie mm. movies always make money. Do you know that? Wow. Yeah. I know horrors big, do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Just because sort of horror crowds but particularly sort of statistically zombie movies, they will always make money. Well, a lot of people can relate to them. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's just sort of you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, you know the mythology. It's it's you, you just sort of want to see how they're going to do it and how they're going to fuck that you know, there there have really been some great zombie films. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It all started sort of in the 70s with uh, George A. Romero and John A. Russo, Russo uh, and they directed and wrote Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Should we play something from that? Uh, yeah. Well, um, before, we do, yep. before, we, before we do, um, it, it came from the 70s. They sort of, they did the, they did the original films. Uh, the, they did the original film where George um, Romero uh, directed and Russo wrote it. And they had some kind of a falling out. They wanted to go their separate ways, but they both owned the uh, they both owned the sort of intellectual property. So they were sort of working out how we're going to fucking you know both go on in our careers. We don't want to work with each other anymore. We both own own this property. So they decided that um, yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Anything with um, anything with dead in the title. Belong to Romero. Anything with Living Dead in the title owned uh, belong to Russo. So everybody thinks Living Dead and Dead are sort of part of the same franchise. It's two sort of subsequent franchises, and the the zombies are different. The zombie, zombies are different in each of them. Sort of subtly. Oh fuck! I'm such wow. a such a nerd. I want to fucking kill myself sometimes. No, that's good. Um, but yeah, it came out. Uh, Night of the Living Dead came out in the seventies. I think it might have even been earlier. I can't. It was. It was. It was 1968. Yeah, it was 1968, and it was like an old sort of daggy, like black and white. Like it was really sort of. The beginning of a zombie apocalypse, they all get chased into a house and they're all sort of surrounding the house. Now, um, it did – a lot of these franchises 
happened in, happened in the 80s. They experimented in the 70s with a few and then like in the 80s they were like, oh, fuck, you know, this is this is really – could actually be commercial because it was always about sort of a group of people. The thing about zombie films is you're watching – different people, different types of people responding to the same terror. And it's always like a zombie apocalypse. So it's always like a huge, big, like a pandemic kind of thing. And like you're watching different people, like the the fucking policeman will will respond differently to the fucking punk who will respond differently to the little kid. And you know what I mean? That's that's what you get from zombie films. But um what they started doing in the 80s is putting teens in there and making it sort of like – and they did the same thing with vampires. They started sort of taking it away from being Dracula and gothic and everything and making it making it teens and, and seeing how they responded to it. So, yeah, really interesting, like really big sort of um, – really big wave in the 80s of uh, teen zombie films. One that we're going to have a look at straight away is – Return of the Living Dead. Returning Return of the Living Dead came out in 85. There was a sequel in 88. So let's have a bit of dialogue. Hmm. Frank? Yeah, kid. What's the weirdest thing you've ever saw in here? Oh, kid. I have seen weird things come and I have seen weird things go. Weirdest thing I ever saw. Just had to cap it off. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's that? Let me ask you a question, kid. Did you see that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where the corpses start eating the pupil, right? Sure. What, what about it? Did you know that movie was based on a true case? <laughs> Come on, you're shitting me, right? I ain't never been more serious in my life. That's not possible. I mean, they showed zombies taking over the world. Well, they changed it all around. What really happened was, back in 1969 in Pittsburgh at the VA hospital, there was a chemical spill and all that stuff kind of leaked down into the morgue and it made all the dead bodies kind of jump around as though it was alive. What chemical? Wow. It was a massive, massive success. And you've got to watch it. If you're like an 80s buff, you've got to watch this because the fashion that it's – it's a group of punks that it fucking that, – that are sort of fighting the zombies. It's yeah. like they go to – they go to fucking – these punks go to hang out in the cemetery like they do all the time because that's the only place they'll get left alone. Yeah. And they're drinking in there and fucking – And everyone's afraid to go. Getting topless and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And um, and this sort of zombie – you know, the zombies sort of start rising from a fucking chemical spill, which was always like a, you know, a big way that it would start. And um, it's the, the punks that are fucking on the run from the zombies. It's fucking great. The punks are so fucking cool. Yeah. It was yeah, really awesome. So this was a big drive-in movie. Yeah. You know, this was a big sort of date movie, a big drive-in movie. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, hugely popular, hu- uh, big commercial success. And, it's sort and a of, smart one because yeah. it's low sci-fi, <clears throat> low budget sci-fi. That's right. Like trying to be You're a big movie. chucking on a couple of fucking makeup artists and, yeah. you know, a couple yeah. of shirts ripped and shit and yeah. people shit themselves. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. whoever's thought of it. Yeah. 
has obviously just been sitting at a cafe going, people are just doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think it's really clever that it's low-budget sci-fi. It's scary as fuck. It would have been not like when we got Alien and all that stuff where it was really expensive. It would have been – and, of course, being in the 70s, they didn't have all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, So they needed to use their imagination more. So this is why it's interesting that – there still it still stands up today because everything does yeah that's been done without all the bells and whistles yeah right? that's right yeah mm. now something that was being done sort of in the eighties in in zombie films but but horror films as well was comedy horror which like is a a really weird mishmash of genre and like as a kid. I didn't realise there was fucking any comedy in it. I wasn't laughing. I was like fucking freaked out. Mm. But as an adult, you watch it and it's just so sort of camp and tongue-in-cheek and everything. But, um, yeah, like the monster effects in this are fucking scary. They're they're really fucking full on. Because I did watch some of it. And I went, oh, the makeup's not great, but Make it, yeah, yeah. In, in you got to excuse that because it was the seventies and the early eighties. Yeah, 80s, and they know? were using they weren't using CGI; they were using fucking food. That's right. And, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And googly eyes that would stick in your eye and then fall out. You yeah, know? they love like that, you got it the Royal Melbourne out. show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not far from that at all. Fucking hell, the poor old show. It's fucking can't take a trick. Mm. We were going to go to the show, and then the. That poor girl got fucking hit by the hit by the fucking roller coaster. Yeah, fucking but that terrible. was her fault. Getting her phone off the yeah, tracks. Yeah, fucking, or they're all slaved to their phones, mate. I've seen the footage, and it's, she bends over. It's awful. Really? Oh yeah. How, like someone filmed it, did they? Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm. Well, I think they were just inadvertently um, filming the roller coaster. Oh and shit! And they just caught her. Oh mate. Yeah. Just well, that's shocking. the thing. If you drop your phone in the eighties, if we had have dropped a lolly, you would know not to fucking pick it up in front of a roller coaster. Used to happen all the time. <laughs> Used to happen all the time because it's a phone. They don't oh, want to lose their yeah, phone. It's part of my body. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've got to bend over and risk my life. You would never like you know. I used to go for riding on the ponies and stuff at the Royal Melbourne Show. If a lolly. Or a show bag, not even a show bag, that's a ridiculous thing, a lolly, rolled under the horse's hind legs, <laughs> I would fucking rather the horse just keep the lolly. The horse isn't going to want the lolly. That's right, but he's going <laughs> to kick me in the ass if I go near his hind legs. Like, where's your brain? <laughs> you know, hell. like, of course the ride's going to hit you in the fucking back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if someone throws your phone out on the road, you're going to run out in front of a car, are you? Oh, God. I kind of think the psychology behind that is really fucking dangerous because that's how kids react when their phone It's like the ball fucking, rolling across the road. Exactly. And the we taught kids not to it. do that. Oh, fuck. You never run for the ball. No. That's right. Yeah, well, now, fucking we look. You never run for the ball and you never pour toxic chemicals into the graveyard. Um, right. This is a little track from the soundtrack of Return of the Living Dead. This is The Damned. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Oh, 
Brilliant. There we go. So the thing that made this um, uh, different, Return of the Living Dead, the thing that made it different from all other zombie movies was that the zombies couldn't be killed by shooting them in the head. Oh, they just right. kept going. So like that sort of that sort of zombie folklore that the only way to kill them is to you, you got to smash them in the head. Yep. And they just kept coming in this one. Wow. There you go. But love it. You will like you will just ache for how 80s this film is. It's, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. And the sequel came out in 88, but it wasn't wasn't as successful, but still worth a look if you love all the 80s stuff. So check it out. I was I used to get babysat by my auntie and uncle. Yeah. And he was obsessed in zombie movies and horror movies yeah. and so we would watch three of them yeah. after dinner. So you'd have this yummy dinner and then you'd sit there. Because I was older so I was on school holidays. I'd stay there for school. I loved staying there on school holidays. Yeah. And it was just me. My brother was at home, whatever. I don't think we both stayed together. I used to just go over. Mm. And uh, he used to show me these. And it took me an hour to get to sleep every night. Yeah. From not being able to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And in the eighties, it was really hip to sort of fag on and watch an, a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. just fucking fag. Yeah. Just sit there, and the room was full of smoke, so it looked like it was bloody hazed <laughs> yeah, anyway. Part of it. Yeah. Part of it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. Um, I used to have to watch another show to clear my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. they were really scary when you were little, for oh, sure. Yeah, fuck yeah, for mm. sure. Now, um, look. Times really have changed. In the 80s, 90s even, not so much now, mums and dads and families were extremely social. You know, they had clubs and social groups. Next door neighbours. Yeah, clubs and social groups. Everybody would get together and fucking, you know, have a big piss up. Oh, mum and dad used to be part of these social groups and I remember going one night and like the the kids – this you in could Cairns? have been, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, middle of summer always, you know, because Cairns yeah. are fucking summer all year, all year round. Yeah, all the kids are, that you could have been doing fucking anything, and we were like, do, you know, doing fucking anything. We want you'd either play computer games or fucking watch a film or you know whatever. And I was only young, <laughs> right? Only young, and they whacked this film on, Shit. and it fucking. My, I was freaked out by scary films. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Loved them but like freaked out. Dad used to like ban me off certain things as well. Like he'd, he'd know I was too impressionable and like ban me off. The Exorcist, I was banned off that, was not allowed to watch it, you know. Couldn't wait to watch it when I fucking moved out of home. This was one movie that kind of like slipped through the cracks and they didn't know. Yeah, right. And we watched it. Oh, mate, it fucked me up. <laughs> fucked me up. Listen to the trailer. See if you can pick it, guys. Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cosy cabin, Something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. 
something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2. Holy fuck. Now, this is the trailer for Evil Dead 2. Mm. You will know the movie poster because it's a skull with eyes. Oh. A skull with fleshy eyes and they're looking at you. Oh, wow. It used to scare the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, um, uh, this that was the trailer for Evil Dead 2. This was sort of 87. Uh, the the original came out in eighty one, hugely popular franchise. Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi, big you know that, that just did fucking uh, Doctor Strange and you know oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, uh, Spider Man and all of that shit. You yeah. Know? So this was sort of um, you know the beginnings of his career and everything. This so, is how he sort of like started. So I remember around these times when these horror movies or vampire mo- uh, zombie movies came out. Yeah. The video libraries needed 15 to 20 copies of oh, this yeah. shit because people were lining up out the front. Fuck yeah. As soon as they were released. Oh, and absolutely. I remember burning down the shop, get ciggies from a fucking petrol station, not me yeah. personally but yeah. my family, and then fish and chips and then Evil Dead Yeah, or whatever was big. If you were smart, I think – New release videos used to come out on Thursday. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. And if you were smart, you'd ring <laughs> you'd ring the video shop. The thing is though, if it was something like this, mum and dad weren't going to do it for you. No, like, that's so true. If, if you had to run it through them, they'd want to know what the movie was about. The moment you said Evil Dead, no no chance. No, you're not going. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to ring as a kid like you know, on a Thursday, like, have you got any copies of Evil Dead? It would have just been released. And you could put one aside, but they'd, you know, if it was something like this, you'd have, you'd have like, they'd hold it till five o'clock and then That's they'd right. release it, you know. You had to sort of get down there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, fucking scary, mate. This is like full on. So, okay, so the, fran- the, the, um, the premise of Evil Dead, and we're going to look at a few zombie films that sort of play with the play with the genre as well because um, it can get a bit boring if you do like the same thing all the time. All of these do something slightly different. So Evil Dead was, um, you know, a group of friends go to a cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I think this could have been like the first. That old chestnut. Yeah, the first cabin in the woods sort of really? horror. I think, I think this could have been the first, yeah. Wow. Uh, they go there and it's an old, this old fucking cabin. They basically, I think they find, <laughs> they find in the cabin, um, uh, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon, oh. which is like the kind of the Bible, but evil. And they stupidly, they open it. It's all written in human blood. They read it out oh, and no. that like releases all the fucking of spirits. Yeah. And one one by one they die but then fucking come back to life. Oh, mate, it is wow. so fucking horrific. But in saying that, very creative for... Going back and looking at, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it's 
Movies aren't as creative as that anymore. No, it's no. a bit like music. Music's yeah. sort of gone nowhere, but this was creativity and imagination. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know whether we get that much anymore. Yeah, and they're having fun. Like, yeah, they're, they're you know, eighties especially. You really for something to be successful, you really had to build the mythology. And you just just think about the sort of origins of things and why they happened and put all you know flesh out the characters and yeah the the character like so the lead character is this guy Ash Williams um, and he's played by Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is actually like quite a competent actor. Like he's very he's like a B actor. He was he was in Sam Raim, Raimi has used him used him in all the Spider Man films. He's a great actor but he's sort of, um, yeah, he's in the lead of like this entire franchise. Did you get typecast like you do Absolutely. with Absolutely. This is what happened I with him. I thought it was a bit like porn. Yeah. Where you got typecast and you couldn't you really did. move on. You did. It was yeah. difficult for people like sort of Jamie Lee Curtis to. Mm, break um, away. Break away from being, what did they call them, like a scream queen or whatever? Scream queen. Yeah, because Jamie Lee Curtis's mum was from uh, Psycho. So it was oh, like. Oh, fuck, she was in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Both Gen- banging Jennifer bodies. Lee. Oh, yeah, great. Mm. Yeah, got the tits stabbed. I don't know. Yeah. And um, uh, so it, it was very difficult for Jamie Lee Curtis. To and break you, away. To, to break out of being like a scream queen. Until she like got really into a leotard and showed her ass. And started pumping it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's all gone. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Someone yeah. fucking worked that out. They're just about to actually release the final, final Halloween film. It's, co- yeah. it's actually called Halloween Ends. Wow. It's the last one they'll ever do. And do you reckon what it's coming out in cinemas now? Yeah, it's just wow. just about to come out. Well, that'll be good. It'll, it'll come out. It'll come out now for Halloween because wow, Halloween. Wow, that'll be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Because she's involved now. She's involved yeah. again. Fucking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw um, her on Studio Ten. I think. Yeah, yeah. Talking about it. Yeah. She was like, the only way I will do it is if we if we end it. So yeah, very smart, very good. Mm. Michael Michael Myers. Who is essentially a zombie. It's what we're talking about. He's the living dead. So, um, yeah, Evil Dead, very fucking scary. you just got to watch it. It's really fucking scary. The main character, Ash, has this awesome little uh, catchphrase. It's quite simple all the way through the films and this is it. Groovy. There you go. So if you like Evil Dead, you'll know that. Fucking fantastic. No, it excites me to hear about it because it's creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though it's horror and you're playing on people's fear. Yeah. It's pretend. Oh, yeah. You it's know? just they're, they're having fun making it. And don't like, they're we having miss fucking that. fun. Yeah. You should see these ridiculous effects like stop start emotion. Uh, st- stop start emotion? Stop start emotion. Stop start motion yeah. where there's this bit where his girlfriend who's just died and he's buried her and then now he had to chop her head off because she got possessed but she's come back to life. Yeah. And so she's dancing out in the yard, dancing around and she does – because he chopped her head off, she she's rolling her head down her arm and oh, back onto wow. her head. Oh, fuck. So fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking scary. Yeah. And he had to – he got his hand bitten by her. It got possessed. He had to cut the hand off. Oh, shit. And he puts a uh, chainsaw on there. 
I like the movies where they fuck them as they're zombies and they become they get bitten on the fucking on the and dick. then yeah whatever and then then they're a zombie you know <sighs> fucking hell which is kind of like life really <laughs> you can fuck someone and then all of a sudden they're a zombie they and bite you're your dick. trying to keep away from them forever <laughs> yeah yeah you know what they I mean just keep coming you <laughs> they can't just relax can't even shoot them in the head mate fucking we know a few band moles <laughs> like that oh tried to get, and you think they're dead and they fucking turn no, up and bed fuck they do. That's right, and fucking annoy everyone. Now, possibly the biggest, most famous zombie film of the 80s was a short film. Ooh, what was that? Have a think. Have a think and think if you can pick it. We're going to play it right now for you. The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Cairns, the stage show that performs all the greaties from the 80s. Saturday, October 29, Cairns Performing Arts Centre. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. Was I fucking obsessed with this when it came really? out? Oh my god! I remember my cousin had it on tape. Yep. And I would always be like, "Can we go and uh, visit Arnie Yvonne?" I, don't, yes. I wasn't interested in seeing Yvonne. No, Yvon. not at I was, all. Couldn't wait to get inside <laughs> and put the tape on. Like a VHS, you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. VH- oh, oh no, so it would have been Beta. Oh, probably was. Mm, maybe was Beta. This came out in '83. Incredible. Fucking amazing. The film, uh, like, you know, it was a short film. It was basically yeah. a short film. went for 20 minutes or something, didn't it? Yeah. Fucking, you know, the song's in the middle of the film clip's in the middle of it. Um, yeah. Fucking Michael Jackson and his girlfriend go into the movies and fucking, you know, all the zombies come out of the graveyard and all of that shit. Fucking fantastic. And wasn't it one of the highest... Like they paid a lot of money for this. Yeah. Because well, Can You Feel It by the Jacksons was like the, one of the highest $1 million or something for that right. video. Yeah. And I think this was the second one to come in. That's right because he wanted to top it. He so did. he got sort of he did. Um, John Landis who had done um, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, amazing. To come and direct it. Yep. Um, fucking um, American Werewolf has got like, you know, werewolves obviously. It's got zombies in it as well. It is fucking incredible as well. Like it is amazing as well. Go and watch that. But and, um, and the girl in it was a porn star. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yes. So that's she, right. when we fall, I was found, that scared. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do. I was more. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I found it bizarre. <laughs> I love Michael, but he doesn't do masculine very well, does he? You were scared. Yeah, you were scared. No. 
Okay, I'll okay. take you home. Yeah, yeah, no. Remember, what are you going to do, though, you know? I'll take you home. Yeah, I'll take you home. What are you going to do, though? Are you going to fucking root me or make me a coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, he, he was, I don't know. There was he would have bought you a milkshake. And milkshake, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but amazing. And the fact that you could buy that one song on video. Yeah. It would keep you intrigued for hours. But how's day. Michael Hay? Like he would have watched like American Werewolf in London in 81 yeah. and thought like I want to use that. Yeah. And like just the, it's quite genius really. It is genius, absolutely. Like he wanted to create a buzz in his, you know, genius childlike mind. So well, he, he was makes, Piscean moon. Yeah. Very Piscean yeah. energy which is all about Peter Pan and yeah. shit that isn't real. Yeah. And that's why people get him mixed up with that childlike quality to wanting to fucking play with children. That wasn't the situation. Yeah. He was a kid. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And he had that Neverland Ranch and all that shit and then they stung him with that because that was the way they could get him. Yeah, yeah. Because his album royalties were up and the record company wanted them back and he wanted to keep them and they went his fucking face, mate. <sighs> Terrible. It's yeah. all fucking about the record company at the yeah. end of the day. Mm. And then like Facebook, but before Facebook, everyone just followed this bullshit story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was tantalising. It was yeah. the biggest, biggest star in the world. You know, like you know? everybody just fucking jumped on because it was weird and they thought like, you know, like, oh, imagine. But imagine yeah. if you, <clears throat> you're six, okay, people aren't six anymore and start their industry. yeah. They don't sing at six and put records out anymore. Yeah. It is fucking a different perspective, a different world. You're missing your whole childhood. You're not going up the street to buy lollies because you're recognised. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Dumb fucks that don't know about the industry and haven't been in the industry and know how fucking hard it is. Yeah. Don't understand that there is so many people wanting money out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he released... Thriller, that was fucking worth a oh, lot mate, it was of money. Huge, you know, mate. It was huge. It just it turned him into like the biggest artist in the world. Absolutely. You know, the, this the legacy of this, like with the you know, supported by the album being awesome, but it was really this track and this clip and all of it together. Yeah, so very he, clever. He was so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. It was so well done, mate. The world, the awesome. world killed him. The world yeah. believed the bullshit, and the problem is with that is that was the start of social media. Yeah, it was. It was because we didn't have any social media, but people started to think stupid shit. Yeah, can you remember? He, um, excuse me, he. He it became so big, it became so big that when it was released on uh ta- on tape on, yeah. on VHS, yeah, he had to put a disclaimer. That's right at the front of it. Yeah, because his church said like, if you don't, we we're, we're going to excommunicate you from from because he was a strict Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, because it, it was seen to be so influential because so many people were into it, mm. it was like he was like celebrating the occult or something and yeah. he had to fucking say something. The occult, yeah. 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 
That's a fucking such yeah. such a shame. It's artistry, yeah. you know. It's such a fucking shame. But like to me, that's the start of that kind of um, cancel culture yeah. mentality. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's right. It, it, I mean, look, a record company will sign you for twenty five years, so they keep all the money that comes in from that record for twenty five years. That yeah. would have been the deal. Yeah. As soon as that 25 years is up, and I've heard this from Eric who is in Mondo Rock, they got all their rights back for Mondo Rock and they fucking made a fortune because there wasn't a third party there anymore. Mm. So they were getting all the fucking royalties. Yeah. 25 years when, when just as Thriller was going to be because Michael wanted to keep it. He was dedicated – like he wanted to keep his own royalties. Yeah. That's when they started hitting hard with bullshit. Yeah, right. Because they were losing a shitload of money. Yeah. Not having his back catalogue there in their catalogue. Yeah. Where's the money go? It goes in Michael's pocket. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is where it should be. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. never understood the whole 25, 30 years we own your art bullshit. Yeah, and I think that's what's fucked the industry because now the industry is no longer. Oh, they killed it. Exactly. They've killed it. They killed it because it became nasty. It became about us keeping your material. It became not about the music. Yeah. And now dickheads on Spotify with a skateboard and fucking Fleetwood Mac up their ass are fucking big again. Yeah. And what are they doing though really? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Well, it has destroyed itself. So maybe yeah, it pop will eat itself. Yeah, you know, maybe it fucking will come back in a different way. It had had certainly gotten very bad. It was like fuck yeah, fucking shocking. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's keep moving. Yeah. So the next one. Ooh. This is the sort of latter part of the eighties. Let's play the dialogue first. I want to see if you guys will pick it. This next one. I'm sorry. I didn't know that it was here. Hold this, you feel better. <gasps> I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Good news Woo. and bad news. The dates are here but they're dead. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Aren't all dates dead though? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, they had a point. Yeah. Now this is Night of the Creeps, guys. This came out in 1986. This really put a spin on the zombie myth. Uh, <laughs> it actually starts in space. So it's wow. aliens, aliens, and they fucking like shoot these like slugs down to earth, yeah, in this canister. And the slugs sort of make their way into people's mouths and then oh, like incubate A couple in there. of slugs have made their way into my mouth oh, every now and then. Oh, I bet they have. Yeah. I bet they have. Little slugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feel it, the driving too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking hell. Even in my bum crack. One at a time. Anyway. Sometimes. Not a zombie though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, 
the the slugs would like incubate in their bodies and they be, become like zombies and then sort of like later become monsters. But fucking whacked out. Mm. Like this was really Night of the Creeps was re- like they were trying to be like a, a schlocky B movie. Yeah, really achieved it. They, they sort <laughs> really of really achieved yeah, it. Yeah, they um they you know, set it in and around like, you know, college. So it's sort of like oh, yeah. girls and guys and like wanting to get it on and sort of in the midst of it is like, you know, all the well, zombies Well, that was kind of hot to me shit. though. Oh, yeah. And they were fucking in the forest and some cunts behind them. This is the thing. It's they very hot. They were mixing hot. sex yeah, with, yeah. with horror. It's kind of horny. It kind of is. Yeah. I've yeah. often wanted to do that and. See some fuckwit in front of me with an axe. That well, would see, be cool. They'd, they'd, you know, maybe you could do it and satisfy my. They'd get sort of like people down to see, you know, some some tits at the on the movies, and they'd be like actually selling a horror movie. Yeah, you know? well, that's the thing. I and the thing is, when you watch these movies as kids, there was one slutty chick I hung out with in England who would go to Hyde Park and masturbate in the park. Oh, wow. With a beanie, like, you know, the beanie fucking. Would it, did anyone brrr, notice? Brrr, brrr. Oh, with the vibrator? With the vibrator. Oh. So she invited me to come on. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to oh. go. Fuck, fuck that, It's a bit mate. cold tonight. It's a bit fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh, I'm not going to go there with you. You go. You have fun. But she was super fucking not attractive and she'd find some guy to fucking shag her in the forest. How exciting. Yeah. She loved it. And I'm. And I would never do that because I've seen these movies and That's I think, like oh. That's like something a gay man would do. It was really gay. <laughs> Absolutely. And this was when I left the spot to go to London, remember? Yes. And they tried to follow me yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking, you're not normal. Like why would you want to go to the park on your own? Masturbate and find some That's freak so to read you. On. It's very dangerous. She would have very loved, dangerous. Loved the danger, but this loved is what it. this is what um, gay dude is like. You, <laughs> but, but no judgment. No judgment. Fucking her. go and fucking get a she root. She was an mate. awesome chick. Yeah, nah. Fucking you know, enjoy. But I went downstairs and drank with all the strange gay guys that were. She was gayer than them. She's off to the fucking beat in the Hyde Park. Wow. Really. She looked like the chick from fucking um, Scooby-Doo with the glasses. Exactly. Daphne or whatever. Da- what, yeah, exactly Fuck. the same. And it used to blow That makes it even my, hotter. I know, right? That she's a bit bookish. And Someone found her attractive. Going to go down and fucking. Stuck it in. Copper strangers. I'm just going to go to Lady Di's fucking house. I'd be oh. like, What? What do you do that? For? I'd ask her. Why do you do that? Hot oh, sex. Get, go and get poked at Lady Di's like, memorial. Yeah, I'm going to drink in the bar where I'm yeah, safe. Yeah, you know? fine. Yeah. I'll just talk to these guys. Weird really, the people you meet, man. <laughs> That'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Night of the Creeps. Really fucking weird one. Watch it. It's it's actually fucking. It's funny. It really makes you laugh. It's really really fucking funny. It it. I don't think it did. The critics just fucking smashed it to pieces, but it became a huge cult classic. So go and watch it. Night of the Creeps. Have uh, we played anything from that? No, let's play something. All right, now. cool. I'm sorry. I didn't know that it was here. Hold this, you feel better. Yeah, this is the the thing. <laughs> did We've I got fuck a song. Up? We've got a song from oh, the soundtrack. Did I start the same thing again? Yeah. 
I'm getting pissed. There you go. <laughs> um, awesome music in this, by the way. So oh, listen to the soundtrack. All right. This is one of the songs. Here we go. Idiot. Drive, she said, or drive, she said, by Stan Ridgway. Yeah, nice. So great fucking soundtrack in that film. Pseudo Echo had a song on, I think it was Friday the 13th, His Eyes. That's right. Yes. That's right. every time I sing that or the backing vocals, I think, fuck, what an achievement, you know. To have yeah, a song yeah. in a horror movie, not just so a horror exciting. movie, Friday the Thirteenth. Really fucking cool, iconic, very cool movie, and it, I just think about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, his eyes. It's a good song. Yeah, you know, out there. Now I'm going to do something mid-show, which was very eighties. I'm oh. not sure if you'll be able to hear this. Oh. <laughs> oh. Have you got asthma? I've fucking got chronic asthma, mate. Why? I don't know. How long have you had that for? Since my last bout of COVID. I've always had asthma but it comes back. Like if you get the cold, if you've got asthma and you get a cold, you fucking suffer from the asthma, not from the cold. Right. The cold brings the asthma back and you, you know, you're fucking struggling. This is why like I'm so full on about getting sick. Is um because I'm not worried about getting a cold. I'm worried about the fucking next four months of having asthma and having to do this. This is from like COVID. Right. We'll do another one. How many? Maddie does the pump, but he doesn't do it as much anymore. Yeah, right. Seems to have cleared up. Just does his dick instead. But yeah. it, it was very eighties to have asthma. I wish. <laughs> very eighties to have asthma. Yeah. Um It yeah. was. But no, he's got a not a Ventolin. A nebulizer? No. No. Paul McCourt. No. Paul Um Paul McCock. Um it's a ventilator, but it's it's you only have to take it once a day. Right. It's a stronger one. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never had asthma, thank God. It's fucking shit. Yeah. So is it just getting worse as you it's in the just, last couple of months? It's or? just um, – mum's got it too. It's it's oh, just um, 
uh, since COVID, since I had the last bout of COVID. Has your mum had COVID yet? No. No. I didn't think she, she would have. She never got it. I haven't got it either. Yeah. Really lucky. There you go. I'm all. I'm waiting for the amount of planes we're catching with our abandoned suits to get yeah. it. But no. Yeah. And yeah. I can only really put it down to turmeric. Taking yeah, that right. every day. And you've had your shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I can still get COVID though. Yeah, but it won't be as yeah, 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 um, yeah. You're right. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm. I've had. I've got students though. Yeah. Little because you had it when you came over here, sort of. A few months fucking, ago. Uh, lucky we're like sitting at this distance. Yeah, but fucking hell, mate. Maybe I wouldn't have caught it though, because then Nick had it the night after at the gig. That's right. And then Maddie and I are like, well, we've got to fucking get it. We've yeah. been between in a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. No. Fucking unbelievable. It's like not real. And now, I'm, I mean, I mask up a lot but now I'm starting to not mask up. Yeah. And go into the Virgin Lounge and just not mask up and I'm hanging out with the guys. Yeah, yeah. And in a pub and stuff, I'm not worrying as much anymore. But it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I... Yeah. I couldn't give a stuff. Like I, you know, I went to Sydney on the weekend, and yeah, didn't we- didn't wear the mask on the plane. Went went and saw a show, didn't didn't wear the mask in the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, didn't do it. Yeah, anyway. well, COVID's like bloody fucking the worst thing that's happened to the oh, world, isn't it? Fucking awful. What last one, guys, that we're going to talk about tonight? You wouldn't sort of pick this as a zombie film. But a huge 80s classic and where else is it going to come up? See if you recognise this bit of dialogue. What do you reckon? See if you can fucking pick it. I'm coming for you. And this time I'll get you Cage And I Will get you For letting us die Wow. Fucking scary. Rachel is a scary name as well. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. they used Rachel a lot in horror movies. I'm not saying Rachel's a scary name. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But Rachel was a really popular name in the 80s. Yeah, it was. I had a best friend called Rachel. Yeah. She was the slutty one at the back of the bus. Oh, great. I always loved those chicks. Yeah. Bye. I used to hang out. Because they know what them. they want. Dick. Cock. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah and a smoke. <laughs> After it. Yeah. Who doesn't? Um, They've always got really good bodies too, Rachel's. Oh, yeah, they do. They're always short skirts. Yeah. You know when you went to school, they were the ones that wore the skirt under the crap. Yes. Yeah. Where mum used to send me with the skirt just above my knee. Oh, yeah. And then I'd hitch it up and fucking, which I'm sure everyone that's listening that's my age, I would pin it up because I was embarrassed to be that daggy. Yeah, So gotcha. I'd pin it up with safety pins. Couldn't you just pull it up from the top and put your shirt over it? You know what I mean? Couldn't you like pull the waist up? 
I think mine was maybe over my knees so it was just too long. Right. And I never wore a belt. Yeah. The belt on a uniform was sort of under your boobs. Yeah. And it was joined on. It wasn't – maybe it wasn't – I can't remember. Yeah. But, mm. yeah, no, I never thought of that. Yeah. Now, did you pick it, guys? Pet Cemetery. Woo! Pet Cemetery came out in 1989. Yes. Fuck, it was fucking huge. This is the one I watched with my uncle. Yeah. This was a Stephen, a Stephen King book that came out in 1983. Fucking scary. The thing about Stephen King is he 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 writes about a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not stereotypical but sort of stock characters. Yeah. So he writes about. Vampires, but it's not called Night of the Vampires. It's called Salem's Lot. He, he writes about zombies. It's not called Night of the Zombies. It's called fucking Pet Cemetery. You know, you, you can never quite pick like what kind of genre his film, his stories are going into. This is a zombie film, yeah, essentially. That's right. um, so, but was he allowed to though in saying that with evil and dead being? Oh, they were actually public domain. Oh, so when right. yeah, this is the thing about the sort of original um, Night of the Living Dead with George a., George A. Romero. They they were public domain. This is why so many fucking. This is why so many. Um, and this is why they make money as well because they're banking off like an already known commodity. Yeah. They all sound like they're part of the same franchise. Of so course. people who love the others will come and see this film as well. Yeah. You're not having to pay for the rights for it. Yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, so um, this bit, that that bit of dialogue, I'm coming for you, Rachel, is, is a fucking two-second subplot. That's in one bit of the film. It's so fucking scary. Yeah. Rachel is the mum. So Pet Cemetery is basically a young family, um, you know, guy and a girl. They've got a, a little girl and they've got a, um inf- infant son, Gage. If you know this film, that will send a chill up your spine. Gage? Yeah, Gage is the name of the film. Wow. Uh, the, the little Baby. boy. Yeah, that's a nice name. And then they've got a cat called Church, which is short for Win- Winston Churchill. Oh, wow. They move to the country. He's got a new job. I think he's a doctor or something. Move to the country and um, they sort of making a new start in, in the country. The, um, the house that they move to is right next to a fucking – Highway and big trucks fucking scream through all the time. It's so fucking scary. Stephen King wrote it when he was in college or something originally and he was right near a freeway. In the first week that he moved into this place, a cat got killed, a dog got killed. And yeah, like, right. He was like, imagine if like it happened to a person. And this is fucking how it happened, yeah? Um it's got like this amazing performance by Fred Gwynn. It could be Gwine. Fred uh, Frederick Gwynn, who is famous for um, Herman Munster. He plays Herman oh, Munster in the yeah, original yeah, fucking right. Munsters. Big, tall, long face, fucking looks like a giant. Yeah. Amazing voice, amazing performance. Yeah. His performance in this sort of centred it. You look back on this film now and it's like a little bit kind of – 
um, low budget. Yeah. And for 1989, it should be a lot more advanced. Yeah. You know, it looks very yeah. low budget. Like Thriller that came out fucking <laughs> six years before looks yeah, better than this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Sure. And, um, but look, this was huge. This was really huge. It was really it. fucking scary. Yeah. Um, the whole thing was that Cat gets killed on the fucking highway. They, um, the, the old bloke that lives across the road can see how upset the young family are. So he takes them to this pet cemetery and basically says that if you bury, if you bury anything here, it's like um, a, a fucking traditional uh, uh, Native American burial ground. Oh, it, there's ma- yeah, it's sort yeah, of yeah. magic. There's magic and they'll come back to life. They'll resurrect. Wow. So they Fuck do this. Out. The cat comes Big back. Toy Story. The mate. cat comes back fucking evil. Oh, wow. But then later the little boy. This is ringing a bell. The little boy gets hit on the road. Oh, They're devastated as no. a family. They take the little boy to the pet cemetery and he comes back fucking. Oh, mate. It's just it's just the most like horrifying fucking thing. They did an awful remake in 2019. It's fucking terrible. How did they fucking fuck that shit? Up? How did they fuck it up? It's fucking awful. There was a sequel that was made in '92. It had um, the kid from fucking um, Terminator Two in it. What's his name? Edward Furlong. So that came out in '92. I haven't seen that. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. But, yeah, Pep Cemetery. holy shit, guys. Holy shit. It's fucking scary. You've got to watch it. Yeah, I remember it. I mean, I choose not to remember it fully, but I do remember being shown this There's movie. so many quotable quotes. I like, I'm like, you know, this is like burnt into my memory watching this yeah. for the first time as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking full on. Yeah, I kind of tried to not take them on as much. yeah. And like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? I get fucked up. Yeah, right. I get fucked up by them. They're so full on. But I do remember the animals going a bit weird and things happening like that. You'll never forget like the little boy getting cleaned up by the truck on the free. <laughs> oh, it's like fucking yeah. awful. Mm. Stephen King does like a little cameo in it as well. He oh, does. Yeah. He does cameos in a lot of his films. So there you go. What does he do? He's a minister at the funeral. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cemeteries were really hip in the 80s when you went to school. Like you hung out there. I hung out at the cemetery a lot. something about cemeteries, wasn't there in the 80s? With a crystal ball and looked down the camera. There was just something sort of delinquent about hanging out in a cemetery with your friends. Yeah. Look, there's definitely an energy when you go to one. That you can feel when you're walking through it, definitely an energy of different souls and stuff. But we just love playing in it because I know people that have taken people out on their first date to the cemetery. I had a girlfriend in mm. high school that wanted me to root her in the cemetery. <laughs> she lived right next door to the cemetery. Wow! And like she was getting us just fucked in the head. We we um we went there, tried, you know. <laughs> Tried to get it going. Yeah, I was fucking yeah, freaked yeah, out. Yeah, of course. Couldn't, couldn't, d- couldn't go through with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You would have been the fifth guy anyway, mate. She was the biggest slut. Yeah, for sure. Oh, mate, she was the biggest slut. For sure. 
I had slept with all the girls at my school and she was going she, – she was going to an, a neighbouring girls' school. So I had, like, done all the ones at my school and then fucking moved on. When when, when none of the none of the other ones had, like, you know, trust me anymore, right, to fucking go yeah, to the girls' school where schools. I had a clean slate. Wow. Yeah. But Fuck, I fucking, how long did it take him to actually get the word back that you're a cunt? <laughs> Ah, uh, well, that small town, happen. small town fucking, yeah. you, you know, word spread very quickly. Yeah, right. Yeah, so did syphilis. But, ah, but no, um, I never got any of that either. Oh, didn't you? I didn't back in the day. No. Nah. Yeah. No, I never. I never found people that interesting. I've been very lucky. You know, never yeah. just, never really cared for that shit. Yeah. Just wanted to sing and dance. And yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, no, that was an amazing episode. So there you go, Pet Cemetery and Zombies of the Eighties, guys. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. There's a zombie right now. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a cute zombie. Sounds like my cat. It does. Look at him with his leg in the air. What's he doing? Just sitting on the chair he's not allowed to be on. Fucking hell. Now, guys, big, big um. Uh, hello to all our subscribers and patrons all around the world. Yes. Thanks very much, guys. Please like, share, rate and review the 80s montage. Become a subscriber on over 10 different platforms and become a patron. It's the best thing you can do for the extra episodes. Why not? Thanks for supporting, guys. We love yous. I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. 